Hello and welcome to Breaking Money Silence, a podcast series dedicated to helping us all talk more openly about money. Each show features a special guest, some of them, like today, which I've handpicked, who will share with you one of their favorite money myths. Then together, we will discuss how to bust this myth wide open. My name is Kathleen Burns Kingsbury, and I am your host. My company, KBK Wealth Connection, is committed to helping women, couples, families, and their financial teams shatter money taboos and learn how to effectively talk about money. It's an honor today to have Sherry Phipps, of Fitz Marketing, or the Shoe Fitz Marketing, hopefully I'll get that right, um, join us today. Um, I'm going to let Sherry tell you a little bit about her experience, um, but let me just first say that I met Sherry about a year and a half ago when she started her own podcast, and I remember thinking, wow, this is a cool concept, and that was a lot of fun. Maybe I'll give it a try. So I'm happy to have Sherry as one of my uh, uh, newest guests to this new podcast uh, as a result. Um, but in general, just know that Sherry is a financial industry influencer. She's a popular social media speaker. And she is a creative force in the financial services uh, area, specializing in marketing. Apparently, it all started when she was a young kid, that she has been an entrepreneur and marketer uh, for a very long time. Um, but today, she runs Shoe Fits Educational Programs and offers a variety of different marketing packages and speaking engagements. She has over 25 years of experience in the industry, and she does some really great work. So welcome, Sherry, to the call. Thank you, Kathleen. Congratulations on your podcast. <laughs> Thank you for inspiring me. So today, tell me what myth you brought to the radio show that you'd like to bust wide open. Money has to be a struggle. Even how you say that, ugh, money has to be a struggle. Money has to be a struggle. Okay, so tell me a little bit about why you picked that myth. Because I want to bust it wide open. <laughs> because um, Kathleen, it's something that I am looking at right now and looking specifically at my relationship with money. And it, 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 and I, you know, that the, all the stories we tell ourselves around money and, and so I'm really just going, why do I sometimes run into this Money has to be a struggle thing. Now, I'm wondering, because because it's a, it's a common myth that people have, that either there'll always be enough or there'll never be enough, and yours is a little twist on that in terms of a struggle. I'm wondering if you can tell me a little bit about where you think that might have come from and how it either helps you or gets in the way, either as an entrepreneur or in your personal life. Well, I'll tell you that I have this belief or uh, that that money is abundant and and I don't you know I don't um, I think that's not necessarily the, the term but I believe that I am completely capable of taking care of myself and making money I'm, I, I know that very much but every once in a while I run into this um, like smack my head crack you know on a struggle with money and I want, and so I've been thinking an awful lot about what that is. I think the other thing, uh, my father recently passed away, and I have been looking an awful lot about what, you know, where my dad was and where he was in his life and whatever, and kind of some of the stories that I believe that I um, inherited from my dad. And I think sometimes 
the story about money having to be a struggle I inherited from my dad, mm. you know. So in some ways, first of all, um, I'm sad to hear that you lost your father, and I know this is a time of reflection, um, mm-hmm. but it may be that you are thinking about that myth in order to honor him in some way. It may be a way of uh, connecting with him during this transitional time in your life. So what are your thoughts about that? I think it's a little bit. I mean, I think that, you know, uh, whenever any kind of big thing like that particular happens and then you kind of compound it with the first of the year and yes yeah you, you, you know as a business owner you're like okay here's the budget for the year is that why I'm having panic attacks <laughs> all of a sudden everything is back to zero again you know instead of like this rolling kind of thing where really, you're like rolling years all of a sudden everything's back to zero again <laughs> so possibly that could be it right Yeah, so it can be a variety. I mean, I think what you're highlighting is so important is that when we're really exploring, okay, right now I'm really paying attention to this money script or that happens to be a myth that money has to be a struggle to really take a step back and think about what are the things that may be triggering that to kick in? Because it sounds like for you, it's not always the case, um, but right now it is. So maybe the first of the year, the loss of your father, um, you know, other things could be contributing. But let's start with something that's counterintuitive. How do you think the myth uh, money is a struggle actually helps you personally or professionally? Oh boy. So Kathleen, I was a single mom for a very long time. And I, in fact, it was interesting because I was on, uh, lining up some guests for a podcast and I was thinking to myself about the fact that I went to work when my son was four weeks old. I had no, I had no choice. And that's not necessarily true. I chose to go back to work when Garrett was four weeks old, as opposed to opting into, um, welfare and and whatnot. I chose that. And the responsibility at a very young age, 24, Hmm. um, of taking care of a little person really drove me to just be focused and, you know, work and work and work and, you know, really kind of reach and reach and reach. So that was a very good driver for me. Okay, so money is a struggle can actually drive you to get things done. Indeed. So and it, it sure has, because yep. I'll tell you, I've been on the phone. Hello. Calling people. Hello. How about that project? Yeah, so even now it really drives you. So that, so that's the upside. But, you know, you brought this myth to the call and you want to bust it wide open. So what's the downside? How does it get in the way? Well, I, here's how it gets in the way for me. It saps my energy. Hmm. It keeps me up at night. It, um, it, yeah, it feels heavy. Yeah, struggle feels heavy, mm -hmm, yep. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what would you like it to be, whether it's true for you now or not? If you could say to somebody else, you know, often it's easier to say to a a friend or a client or, you know, even a, a son or daughter to kind of help them. If they came to you and they said, you know what? money is a real struggle and you were coaching them to think about it differently. How might you uh, coach them? What would you say to them to help, help them kind of reframe that and bust through that myth? Uh, money is a game. <laughs> interesting. Oh, and you giggle. That's interesting. So you go from money is a struggle and you're heavy to money is a game and you giggle. So what is life like when you think of money as a game? Well, it totally, it, it, it very much is. 
it's understanding the rules of the game and how to play the game and being very aware of the game. And even if you think about, like, as an example, even Monopoly, Mm -hmm. right? In the Monopoly world, when you're playing Monopoly, the money is funny money. Um, But you, you know exactly how much money you have, right? And you know where, um, what, you know, what real estate you can buy or not buy or what you can do, right? Yes. And I, and I think that looking at it from that particular perspective of understanding how much you have and then, and, um, playing that game, uh, I, uh, I think it just would, um, help people get a little less freaked out and a little more feeling in control. Mm-hmm. And have you heard of the uh, financial literacy expert that actually had his kids, their, you know, uh, early adolescent children actually played Monopoly with real money one weekend and he brought home the money and the denominations that are actually in the Monopoly game? Oh, man, that's awesome. No. Yeah. So he does a TED Talk. I'm blanking on his name. Um, hopefully when I when I put up this podcast, I'll put up a link to this uh, TED Talk that he did. Um, but basically what he did is he really tapped into what his kids' money personalities were and how they played. Uh, some of them played differently when it was funny money versus some of them played just the same, whether it was funny money or real money. Um, but I think what you're highlighting is the idea that you know, we have a perspective about money and it can get serious and it can get heavy and it can feel yucky and it sounds like it zaps your energy and dare I say your creativity because you're a very creative person. Um, But when you think about it as a game, it becomes a little bit more fun. So um, how do you think it would be if you decided, you know what, for the next uh, 24 hours, I'm going to make it small just because I want to make it doable. For the next 24 hours, you said, you know what, I'm going to treat money as a game and see what that feels like. Oh, well, I think that would just be a fantastic idea. So what would change? What would change in terms of your viewpoint? Well, I so for me, one of the things, Kathleen, um, that I always laugh because balancing my checkbook, I just hold it up to my forehead. Remember Johnny Carson would hold up an envelope? Remember (laughs) that? Yes, absolutely. So most of the time I joke about how I balance my checkbook, that I just hold it up to my forehead and go, okay, I have enough, right? Yeah. But possibly if I treated money like a game, I might really sit down and go, all right, how much is there really? You know, what are my commitments? You know, what real estate do I need to buy or not buy? And I think I might um, not go into it with such trepidation. I don't think I would be as, yeah, I don't think I would be as heavy and dark and depressed. Well, it, it, there's a levity to it, and it sounds like it's more of a figuring it out as opposed to being weighed down by it. You know, one of the things that came to mind for me when you were talking about the new year and being an entrepreneur, and I think, you know, folks out there, whether they have a financial service practice or whether they are an entrepreneur or maybe have been in a business in the past, there is a way in which all of a sudden all this success that you experienced last year as of January 1st kind of gets mentally reset, And what's Uh interesting is it really hasn't gone anywhere. It's just some arbitrary number that the, you know, that somebody decided was the fiscal year or the, you know, typical fiscal year. And um, we reset it. So I guess the other thing that I'm thinking about in terms of busting this myth wide open is um, deciding, you know what, I'm not going to fall victim to what's called mental accounting, which is putting um, arbitrary money in arbitrary buckets 
and saying, oh, that's last year's and that's this year's, that success can be ongoing and flowing. And that can be part of the game of let's see how successful we can be this year. And let's not forget that, you know, to use the uh, monopoly analogy, that you had a lot of uh, real estate last year and you will have a lot this year. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, it, and I have been telling myself that as well. And I and I think that going back and like looking at like last quarter or the last six months and going, all right, what's been sales success, right? What's been sales success then? And then, you know, how does this roll into sales success for first quarter? Um, I think that definitely would be a really another way to get out of this hilarious bleak January 1st, everything goes down to zero number. (laughs) Mm. Well, and I'm wondering, does your dad have any other money scripts, money thoughts or beliefs that he passed on that might serve you, um, might serve you better right now so you can honor him this way and still hold on to a money belief that serves you? You know, I'll have to think about that a little bit. Uh, you know, I've been thinking about it because Kathleen, like you, I've kind of been thinking about what are the stories we tell ourselves around money? It just is continuing to kind of, and I remember um, talking to one of my business coaches at one time. She's like, money is karma, Sherry. That's all it is. Um, you know, it's energy. It's exchange for energy. Well, what's interesting is, is uh, as you're saying this, I'm <laughs> realizing that um, in some ways I'm honoring uh, the myth money is a struggle in a slight way in my life uh, in the past week. And so it's I'm about to head off to vacation. You know, it's a great vacation. We're celebrating my husband's 50th. Um, so, you know, we spent a decent amount of money on it. I am getting my shower redone. I'm um, looking at another vacation with girlfriends in May. And so I, you know, money is outgoing, but then all of a sudden I thought I kind of panicked and pulled back. And, and in some ways, um, I think also am honoring, uh, my family history that somehow it's not supposed to be so easy. So I, you know, would encourage listeners as well as I myself, I'm going to try to embrace that idea of, okay, so if money was not a struggle and it was more of a game that sometimes you, you know, in a game, sometimes you struggle, but you push through it. Um, what would that be like? Um, and I think I'd be a little less uh, anxious about all of the spending. Not to say I'm not going to be responsible, but a little bit less anxious about it. Exactly. Exactly. I uh, have been thinking an awful lot about that. And there's, you know, one word that has two meanings, right? Fearless mm-hmm. and fearless. Look at you. Tricky. Right. Yeah. And I've been thinking about both of those. because. You, when you're in sales or an entrepreneur, you need to be fearless. Mm-hmm. And then kind of associated with this pullback stuff, you need to fear less. Well, the other thing that strikes me is if you've been in business three years, you're at that tipping point where it's uh, push. when you get anxious, you need to push through it. Uh-huh. Because when you start to feel that, that feeling, whatever it is, uh, that's keeping you up at night, it means good things and great things are about to happen. And so it's that tipping point. So in some ways, I can kind of get excited for you, even though I know it's hard to be living with that, uh, uh, the idea that money is a struggle. So if somebody's listening to the call right now, what, what advice would you give them if they identify with your myth of money is a struggle? Well, I think that it's great to kind of figure out where that idea came from. 
because we obviously learn things. So it could either be with experiences or family history or whatever it is, or, you know, what people, how they demonstrated things, you know, what you get to watch go on in your life. So I think that that's been helpful for me to kind of go, ah, I know where part of this came from, right? Absolutely. Um, and I think that's been really helpful for me, kind of around that whole fearless piece of my puzzle. And, you know, and then I just continue to try to go, okay, okay, okay. And what is that? What is the, um, and, and then, um, in, you know, acting. Oh, improv. It's, it's, uh, improv. It's not and, but, cause that's not what you're supposed to do. It's yes. <laughs> oh, it's yes, yes. And it's yes. And yes. And okay. I'm continue. I'm going yes. And yes. And yes. And Excellent. So, so looking to your bunny history, which I think is really important for people to do because it's, it's could be eye opening and actually really helpful. And second to kind of embrace life like, uh, an improvisational play, which in some ways it is, isn't it? Where it's a uh, yes. And, and going to the next thing. Um, I love the thought of thinking about money as a game. So I'm going to try that on for size and, you know, having you here and being so honest and open about it has been really helpful, Sherry. I think you're really role modeling to people and entrepreneurs that, um, you know, we can be successful and still have these times where there's some ebb and flow in what we're thinking about money. And in fact, that's more normal than, uh, than not. So I, I really appreciate you coming in and working to bust this myth wide open and, and being able to start to see what are the other ways you could start looking at money as you move forward in this new year. Well, and I love this concept of your podcast and I am regularly kind of thinking about these things. And so I just think it's fantastic that you're taking this on because, wow, do we have a lot of crap around money and money myths, right? Yes. And, and, so uh, I figure I'm just going to start you off on the right foot with somebody who's like, yeah, mm-hmm, see my dark side. Excellent. See my light side. Well, I don't <laughs> see it as dark. I see it as honest and genuine, which I love in people, which is why I'm sure we connected. Um, I want to let listeners know how they can find out more about you and what you're up to. And if there's anything special going on, you want to let them know about. I, you can find me at shoefits.com, which is like your shoe fits with two T's. That's where it came from. S-H-O-E-F-I-T-T-S, shoefits.com. And, um, or on, on Twitter at misfits, M-I-S-S-F-I-T-T-S, the best Twitter handle in the world. It goes very well with me. And um, I am really, what I'm pushing for this year, Kathleen, is speaking, speaking, speaking. I love to speak. I love to teach. So if folks are interested in learning a little bit more about what I speak about, I, marketing and branding and social media and how it all intersects in the world of financial services. Which is such a hot topic. And I have to tell everybody out there that Sherry has won a variety of awards in speaking and is an excellent speaker. So definitely take her up on that offer. Um, thanks again, Sherry, for joining us uh, today. And thank you to everybody out there for listening to Breaking Money Silence. I'm Kathleen Burns Kingsbury, a wealth psychology expert and author dedicated to getting people talking about money matters. For more information about my books, speaking, and services, please visit kbkwealthconnection.com. Until next time, keep the lines of communication open.